Welcome live to Talking Tough. Today's chat show, we have got Outrageous Al and Roberto. One thing, I think you just said live, but... It's not live at all, is it? I mean, we're recording this, this live. This is live. Yeah, but it's not going out live to... Yeah, but it's still technically live, isn't it? When they broadcast stuff on TV, it's lively recorded, sure. no edits. You know live TV, is that, you know, Ant and Deck going back to that again. They yeah. actually do do live TV. Yeah, I know, but it's, also, up, but it's also broadcasted five minutes after it's done, so if they do swear, mm. they can bleep it. That's true. If you didn't know that, I'm in the scene. Okay. But yeah, to be fair, any outtakes, it's not going to get edited. This is a, as so it is. live. It's recorded live. But just what I just said, right? <laughs> no, you said coming to live. And on that note, yeah, we probably bored you off already um, a minute into this. That's a great story. Uh, yeah, this week's topic. Stubborn. Stubborn fat, shall we say, mm -hmm. particularly. Uh, we've brought in Alex, because uh, he's quite stubborn, so I thought that would stubborn be a good... Stubborn muscle. Stu he's got stubborn muscles, hasn't he? That we, we call them stubborn muscles because they refuse to to grow in size certain parts. Is that is that a fair comment, Al? It's a, you know, it's a massive struggle of mine. Where where would you say, what muscle do you struggle to grow? And remember, this is going out live-ish kind of life. Um, well, what it is... Is my calf muscles actually built into the back of my kneecap? Because I'm, it's a little bit yeah. human anatomy. Like Between this. my knee and my ankle, it's it's really long. So although my calf's normal size, looks it's like we're looking at one of those. If you're at the circus and you go into one of their mirrors and it makes you either look really tall or parts of you bendy, then that's what's happening. Mm. Yeah, Basically, I mean, I've got small calves for those that are listening. <laughs> oh, good. And it's the bane of my life and. If I didn't have small calves, people would have nothing on me because the rest of me is pretty much on point. Solid, solid, uh, and I think confidence is always something to have, isn't it, as a person? Yeah. If you're confident, you can go for anything. So stubborn, stubborn fat, Rob. I mean, this is this is something that's come up quite a bit this week, right? So I mean, we've done bits in the past. I think it's something that is it a myth? Is it a fact? Where are we at? Well, for those of you who who want to learn a bit more and I put together a three and a half thousand word or, or more um, document on this. However, we'll go through a few points just to, to give you a bit of a, an insight into what stubborn body fat is and, and if there is a, such a thing. Now, it comes down to mainly a couple of things. Most people are either, have they got, they've got their energy balance wrong, so they're eating too much, not doing enough. Um, now, just on one point, there's no real way to spot reduce, so you can't just do for those people looking for that magic sort of number of six um, number of sit-ups they have to do to get that six-pack to, to shift that body fat around the abdomen. Sorry, but it's, it ain't going to happen. Um, however, to look at the body as a whole and why you, you hold body fat in certain areas, and that's down to down to a couple of reasons. Um, could be down to I'm not going to get into too much science right now. We keep it fairly. Uh, fairly lightweight as such listening this so um, it could be down to a certain insulin resistance to to how your body deals with sugars and, and things that come into your body through foods um, it could be down to certain blood flow to areas so midsection tends to be a little bit less um, susceptible to, to higher blood flow as opposed to you know you don't see many people with overweight fingers for instance wow know? Um, but why'd you look at me, mate? For those who can't obviously hands. see us, uh, sausage hands. Well, that's yeah. not it's not really a fair comment because that is an area I do struggle. How do you, how do you shift body stubborn body fat from my 
little toe. Mm, chop it off. Um, there you go. Chop however, guys. and we also know that it differs from gender. So guys are going to struggle with fat in certain areas that, that women won't and vice versa. But um, I think it comes down to, firstly, people either looking too deeply into why, oh, I, I can't shift this stubborn body fat, my hormones are out or whatever. It's got to be this. I'm different or these excuses that come out. When actually, just look at the number one reason and it's probably... For most people, energy balance is wrong, and they're eating too much and not doing enough, or doing it for long enough. So patience is key, really, here as well. Something we've gone over several times is obviously keeping track of what you're eating and things like that. And we know that there, there's there's a lot of stress to doing it all the time. Um, we brought Outrageous Al on because um, Al was training uh, with myself um, for probably a year and a half, was it, we did for, for some solid training, and uh, I think... It's fair to say he's probably uh, one of the unit's greatest success stories, which is blown his trumpet a little bit, and I'm sure that will go to his head because he's probably the only person with an ego as large as myself. How can it go to his calves? That's what we're trying to inflate. Yeah, <laughs> inflation of the calf. He just anyway. pushed me straight back down within, <laughs> in seconds. Within ten seconds, the calf gone. He he originally. I mean, you won't mind me saying this, Al, but you come and your your health and fitness, and people might not know this because obviously they see you as you are now. Um, and you come in without being horrible, but in not the best of physical conditions, would you agree? Mm. So, I mean, give people a little bit of an insight into you, because I think it's great for people to understand a little bit of, of our story rather than anything. And, and obviously, we will relate this to stubborn fat. But when you initially come in, you, you, were, uh, you, you were facing some of these issues and you kind of thought you had stubborn fat, for instance, didn't you? And there were certain areas, I remember you talking about your midsection and Want to lean up and stuff, but maybe give a bit of background about what you, where you felt you were at originally. So, where was I at? So I was, I'd let myself go massively coming out of school and things. So I left school at 16, went straight into full-time work, ended up working night shifts for three years, 40-hour week nights. And I went from going ridiculously skinny and ill to where doctors told me you can't do night shifts anymore because like my vitamin levels were so low and I was so weak. So I came off all that. Um, and then thought I was in a happier lifestyle, but then I, I drank loads, you know, as a, a 20, oh, an 18, 19, 20 year old. I was drinking, I smoked, I ate takeaways probably about three, four times a week. Um, and then I ended up moving back around here and my younger brother introduced me to the unit. We used to do Saturday strength sessions and the wake-up call for me was when I did a strength session with these guys um, and we were doing some squatting and literally I think I probably squatted the empty bar 20 kilos and then went and passed out in the corner so solid which was you know a massive wake-up call for me um, and then I did something about it I got I just started coming to these Saturday sessions asked Josh for PT I was a retail manager then working with M&S um, you know, so I was doing shift work still, so I had lots of free time in the afternoons if I was on earlies, for example. And we just started hammering the gym, and obviously I invested financially heavily in myself. So as a result of doing that, you know, I didn't want to then go and eat all the crap and stuff. So I tried really hard. And the first thing I did was just, on Josh's advice, was to stop eating bread, pasta, potatoes. So I was living with Dad, so I just said to Dad, right, I'm not going to have any of this for that meal. And just, I just really, really went for it because growing up, right up until I left school, I was 
probably that that typical sporty kid, always playing sport, always outdoors. And then I got into full-time work, and that lifestyle that I know loads of people struggle with hit me like a brick. And I found myself as a 22, 23-year-old, and I was in a right mess. I think that's I think that's a big thing as well. Is that um, so? Touch on a couple of points there is, uh, as you said, like a couple of dietary pieces of advice, which, you know, uh, sound quite strict, right? Taking out certain foods. But I mean, when you, it was a case of us sitting down and looking at your whole meal intake, right? And, yeah, or, yeah. or food intake, should we say? And those were key elements that were potentially uh, big factors that if we knew we could slightly ha- have some sort of guidance around. Uh, I mean, you know, my, my nutrition uh, advice has potentially changed since then, but actually it worked very well for yourself. Uh, and But it was always, always down to the fact you're consistent with what you did. Um, and in the biggest, you know, credit to you is that you, as you said, you invested into yourself, which some people don't necessarily see the benefits in, especially as a young, you know, young guy. It's very... It's very easy to kind of let you go in the nicest way, get in, in the way of us sort of going, do you know what, I need a bit of help. Uh, but by doing that, you, I mean, you transformed. It was incredible. And it was a massive shift and mindset change. So being consistent with that uh, was a big thing. But as you said, it was that shift pattern. Um, but originally, maybe in the shifts, you thought that, yeah, I have to go for the quick and easy option. Uh, say it was takeaways. It was, you know, you were tired. There was this, that and the other. But the reality is when you really wanted a change uh, and you and you and you did it you could find time to train right so you, it it wasn't like it was impossible it probably wasn't that easy because i remember you coming in and being wrecked sometimes but you you'd crack your session uh, and a, as a result you know you got some phenomenal changes and you know and then you say your whole mindset about it was different and then obviously you got into to training uh, becoming a PT learning educating further and sticking with it uh, and once again your body's transformed again so you've now put on uh, size and muscle rather than uh, yeah. than fat but I think that all sounds good and it sounds like oh, it's a golden story right but it's been ridiculously hard I wouldn't put it in the golden story category it was really really hard and it's a tough thing to do but you didn't give up after a week or two weeks or, or, or a month or two months it's like you know it was a year and a half to get you to just one stage of it and then it's taken years again to get to another level to be to where you are now so I think that's a big thing but also with those areas as you say of like stubborn fat and things that you were talking about in your midsection but if we actually just looked at what was causing that creating that it was probably the diet right it was years, um, of, years of I like you're not born with I wasn't born with this stubborn fat that people are like, well, I can't shift it, I can't shift it, but you're not born with it. It's it's years of abusing yourself or or feeling like, well, not abusing yourself, that's the wrong word, isn't it? But having a lifestyle that... Relaxed, really. Yeah, a bit more relaxed. relaxed and, uh... It's habitual, isn't it? I was, that lifestyle where I was eating takeaways, that was the norm for me. I couldn't see any other way of coming out of that, but now habitually... I. I will have a takeaway now, but like not to in anywhere near. Would you say you had one this weekend? Yeah, yeah. And where would that have been from? Don't actually. Can we mention names? Is that like a? Are we like a radio station now where you, you can't say? Homino's Diza. Do I have to know? <laughs> is that? <laughs> say other fast food chains are available. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dug out on that, and that's fine. But as you say, it's within balance, right? Because the rest of you, the majority, probably ninety percent, which is you know a bit more extreme. You're you're spot on. I can almost tell you what you eat because you're quite regular with what you eat, and and that's cool because you don't feel restricted. You enjoy what you eat. Uh, you, you know you, you do amazingly well with that. But then you say you have a little bit of fun, uh, and that's it. But you would then, if you were doing that every single week, and you were banging back 
12 pints of Guinness every week or doing whatever, you'd know that, funnily enough, this stubborn fat is, uh, is making yeah, an appearance I think, again. You know, I'd hide, I'd be like a normal person, I'd sort of hide from the truth because you can see all this that you can post. So, oh, how do I get rid of this? How do I get rid of that? And deep down, I think everybody knows what the answer is. You just have to be told or realize it yourself. There are people out there that will still ask me, as clients of mine now, they'll say, well, how do I get rid of this? Or how do I get rid of that? And you'll be like, well, I was out drinking with you last weekend, so I kind of know. You know and I know what the answer is. Yeah, there's certain, there's certain people who've got certain habits uh, who, as you say, yeah, sometimes we kind of like to put to the back of mind and want a different answer. almost want to, uh, would you say like a, it's kind of, it's always that sort of thing. I kind of want to do what I'm doing because I enjoy what I'm doing, but is there some way I can do what I'm doing but yet get better results than I've got? And it is, isn't it? Like you know, it's the uh, cost of getting lean. Yeah, so it's mental. To, to the extreme of when you're in your comp, yeah, exactly. That's six what I months mentioned. flat out, no, no treats, nothing. You even yeah. the coach said, have some chocolate. Didn't even have it. Didn't have a drink of, of alcohol, whatever it was. But it that, had to be. That was a really extreme. But that, yeah, that's, that's personality uh, as well, right? Because some people like, suffered those. Uh, your social situation, yeah, yeah. your home life, you tired. Yeah, but he used to wind us up, didn't he? Exactly. Whoa, whoa. So stressed out. I was like, oh, uh, stressed. Here he comes. Hungry. So the people listening will probably be in their head, I don't want to be like that. I want to have some enjoyment in my life. But then know that actually if you have that, you're maybe not going to get to a single figure digit body fat, but it's still reasonable leanness levels you can get to without, we'll still enjoy the old takeaway and stuff. But it's yeah. about being patient. So dieting for four weeks isn't going to get you mega lean, but dieting for know, eight weeks, having a week or two on holiday, then going for another eight to 12 weeks, yeah. maybe have another week off, have another, over the year, that'll probably change you quite a lot. Well, like, like, having one four-week block out of a year is not going to do massive amount, is it? That's it, and I think that's the best way you can possibly do it. Like, uh, I, the, the, I love the word gains, by the way. Gains is probably. I feel like it's an awkward word. Like if someone says to you about your gains, I'm like, don't don't say quite, that. Quite Especially, bro, bro so yeah, it is very bro, it is. Like, uh, it's almost as cringy as like other words that actually are not cringy at all, but they've been made to become cringy words. Go. go. Or like moist. Outrageous out. <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. Yeah. So. Uh, There's nothing wrong with the word moist. Why did that even come into conversation? No clue. You just cringe at the word games, didn't you? Oh, no, but no, with the games thing, right? I get it. Like, games, bro, avenue, you know, all this sort of stuff. But it was when a girl came up to me, uh, like, probably about two weeks after I was training. She was like, "Um, yeah, but have you lost all your games? And I was a bit like, to be honest, they weren't games. They were losses. I lost lots of weight, right? Um, Yeah, I was more visible in certain areas, but no, I haven't lost Games. games. Like, in fact, I've probably got gains now if you want to call it because I've added weight on and stuff so that's yeah. technically a gain right and I feel stronger gains but I just me- how do you measure a gain, like a gain? progress gains was she talking about yeah. I guess so yeah because I think people see a gain or gains or whatever as basically being ultra lean and this photo thing right yeah this is that thing so the Instagram and social media thing yeah so I think that's why like people are going to have stubborn body fat I can promise you like the majority of people in their off season, as they call it, when they're not stage ready or you know photo lean, they've got a little bit of that soft area. They call it fluffy, right? Usually in the industry. And yeah, I'm fluffier now, right? If that's what you want to call it. Definitely, I've got a little bit of that 
stubborn fat, or whatever you want to call it, around your midsection, if that's what you want to call it. But I think people got to just lay up on themselves a little bit. Like, we all want to live. We all want to be happy. If you want to be, like, six-pack, ab-shredded, as you say, even ripped, yeah, there's a lot of sacrifice to it. I'd be honest with you, I'd much rather sit heavier, a little bit fluffier, whatever, with a little bit of stubborn body fat, if that's what you want to call it, or that little bit extra, but have a social life, you know? See my family, see my friends, see my... You know, go out for meals, smash popcorn in the cinema and do that. I know that if I want to get better uh, or leaner, if in my eyes, uh, visually, that, that I've got to have a little bit more structure, a bit more, uh, you know, a bit more, I suppose being a bit more rigid and just not picking up the, the bag of mini eggs as we go past them. By the way, so many Easter eggs out at the moment. I have got to be honest, I could eat an Easter egg for breakfast every morning and not slightly feel sick about it. Like, I've got a serious issue with those. It just gives everybody the next excuse. So, now. yeah, but that's, but that's right though, right? So, it's like, oh yeah, but it's Easter, so I've, I've smashed 12 eggs. Yeah. Oh, that seems normal. It if was you want to so lose. birthday, so I had to go out and get smashed. Next week is... I've got, always, I've got, I'm going there. to Barcelona this weekend on a stag do. Oh, see me, Jose or Roberto out there. Yeah. See so if they're kicking around. If they're there, I'm going to avoid them like the plague. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, they'll make you look uncool. Because they're, you know. But, so, yeah, and you've good. got an excuse, right, to, to go and get smashed if you wanted to. But it's one of those things. It's, you know, we can always find a reason to eat At the same time, people. I'm not going to go out with 20... 20 to 25 year old lads and be like, oh, sorry, can I just have a water because I'm, I'm a personal trainer? Yeah, you've got to. You've got to have that stereotype. Oh, I don't want. I'm not going to have anyone saying to me, "Oh, are you allowed to eat that because you're a PT?" You will you get people to... saying that though. Yeah, yeah you will. all the time. You never not get that, right? <laughs> I know, but you're allowed I'm to be like... that. I'm thinking about buying the four Easter eggs. You can pay for two and get four in Tesco's. I'm not saying I'm hanging around the area much, but you Other can. Supermarkets are available, and there are more <laughs> eggs available. But I would sit down in the supermarket and love to just eat them and just see the comments you got because, like, the people that know you, be like. You're going to be obese now. You had that. That is definitely what happens oh, yeah, if you eat one Easter egg. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Definitely. Love Easter eggs. So if you guys want to put that. Right, let's finish up on like a real serious note now. What's the best Easter egg? If you say one of those protein Easter eggs that are coming out. I for M&S right. um, and their other supermarkets. Woo! <laughs> if you want to spend £900 on an egg, then M&S ones are great. I'd always go for the... Cheaper Cadbury's ones, just for the chocolate. Mega good. Oh, some name dropping. I'm not. You say Cadbury's. You're allowed yeah, to do fine. that. Nestle ones that cheap chocolate. Yeah. Oh, not slag them off, mate. You can't do that. That's. You know, there's a certain chocolate. Galaxy is a nice chocolate. Yeah. It always used eggs. to be about the mug you get because I used to get a different mug when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Mini eggs mug or whatever, or Snickers mug or whatever. But yeah. now. I think you have to base it on what your favourite yeah. chocolate bar is, yeah. and then buy the egg equivalent. But see. Dairy milk for me, eggs are spot on, right? But yeah. galaxy eggs are quality, mm -hmm. and yeah, you have to you egg. have to open them by cracking them on your head, right? You do that as well, like you get the egg and like punch it, pu no, you punch it. punch it. Yeah, yeah, that's probably why I've. Could had you ever issues. get a clean break down the middle? Yeah, I've never. I don't think I ever tried. I've tried it once. You can't because you just it's impossible. Thumb goes through. Too much pressure. But then you get the chocolate at the bottom of the egg, right? And then you pick those little bits out. That is mega. That is so good, but. Obviously, we don't eat Easter eggs because you're personal trainers, right? Is that agreed? Boiled eggs only. Boiled eggs only for Easter. Yeah. Poached eggs, scrambled. <clears throat> I missed that memo. Did you? Yeah. Uh, awkward. That's but, probably you know, a stubborn body fat for you, mate. I spent six months eating, like, just broccoli and chicken. <laughs> Solid nutrition advice. And peanut butter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's no way that's all you ate because we watched you eat tubs of peanut butter. Well, now I do that. <laughs> I'm talking about when, you, when I was fat. Right. Yeah. Fat so the reason, just quickly, going back to that, the reason you change shape was 
I was you change your calorie intake through cutting out certain yeah. things. Yeah? You could have had other things, but you knew what worked for you. So right? I can tell you my story about how I did it. But did it? Did it? Did it? That's in the road. Did it? But it all goes back to the first point that you said: is is your energy balance on point? Yeah. And it, it was on point because I was training. How many times a week was I training? Well, I mean, you, you come in probably See, three or four another, times a week, but it's how hard you work. Yeah, that's another story. Work. People could be like, oh, I want a six-pack, I want this. Oh, how many times are you training? Oh, I'm doing once a week, and then... Like, and, and, and that's the thing, right? How, you ever do abs at home four times a week? Brilliant. Well, that's absolutely... I could get you doing thrusters four times a week, and you get better results in that midsection because you're using more energy up within the, the space as such. Do you know what I mean? It, that's the big thing. It's like big compound movements are going to burn more calories in that going. time. Look at what you do in the time you've got, right? Be more proactive with the energy you're expelling, right? Because we know, you know, I know, that if I'm doing a crunch, it's very little energy being expelled, right? I mean... To be fair, I never... I, in my training program right now, I don't do any... I don't do 900 hours of sit-ups. No. But no direct ab work. Ab work, yeah. No like, directed ab work. But yeah, but you've got visible my, abs. Because yeah. you, you eat well and you train fairly hard. Right. <laughs> Ish. But, but my core's working in... 80% of the movements I do anyway, so like you can't. Yeah, yeah can't I, want, I can't. Yeah, I want yeah. a six pack, so I'll go and do 100 sit ups. That's it, and I think going back to like, what we discussed last week, I believe, um, about how effective your workout is if you sweat loads. Actually, is looking at the type of training, so yeah. I don't like are you burning carbs and oxygen throughout your session, or are you actually developing some sort of strength gains again through um, heavy strength work? Gains with a Z. Yeah, that's it, it's got to be Z. Um, and tapping into those fat stores. How else would you spell it, guys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think so we should probably wrap up there. Um, outrageous Al, thank you very much for coming on the on the show yeah, today. Insightful. And thank you for sharing your story, mate, because I think a lot of people were un- unaware of like your background, really, mate. I mean, there coming. is a picture of me. You might have to dig it out where I was in Edinburgh, and literally from my shoulders down to my waist is just a straight line. <laughs> And that's just from your hips down to your ankles. It's like shorts with a... I would like, turn it off now. <laughs> for, but, those, yeah. uh, for those listening, it's imagine p- picturing a uh, pair of shorts, two threads <laughs> just hanging out the bottom. <laughs> no one's the shoes attached people to the, are listening anymore. the threads. So, um, if you're still yeah. listening, you can turn off now. Absolutely. <laughs> <house. laughs> but yeah, no, it's been really, it's really, really good to have Alex on uh, today. It's a... If you have got more uh, questions about the stun facts, so we're going to release uh, certain different things. Um, make sure you check them out on the Facebook. Um, we'll put them out as blogs, emails to our email list. If you're not on there, we'll probably get you on soon, hopefully. Um, more programs coming up next month, which we're really happy about. The Alpha program started this month, um, which has been a great start. The three guys, early doors, um, kicking it off well. We say it's only just very started early, but they're, but they're loving it. Well, they can't walk, but they're loving it. Um, so... It's great, you know, we're getting more opportunities now to get into that, hope that people do uh, see the value in that, and and really, just think about what you're doing, don't ignore the extra uh, 12 guineas that you have on the weekend with Alex when he's out and about, Um, Domino's, is it really getting you to where you want it to do, Uh, and Easter eggs, my biggest piece of advice would be is, if you've got multiple Easter eggs coming your way, or in the house, or with your children that you don't want to eat, uh, bring them to the unit fitness. Um, I will expel enough energy in my day to consume at least three. Can we put a box out for any donated eggs to put in there? And good eggs, yeah. not they can't not, be, not, yeah, not they can't be real. Don't want any bad eggs, man. Not ninety nine p jobs. No yeah. mm. buttons. Yeah. Pretty nice, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Peace. Bye.